Good morning. How are you doing today, Rachel? Hi, I'm really good. How are you, Mr. Collins? Doing absolutely fantastic. I, I got to tell you, you you are the beacon of light that so many musicians, writers, and other creative minds are waiting for because, because of who you are and what your family history is, you're opening up doors and lives. Oh my gosh, that means so much. Like, really, thank you so much. Like, hearing that from somebody else, that makes me want to, like grow as a person and just continue this journey. And I'm really grateful for that. What has the journey been like? Because I mean, because I mean, every, every person has their own story because something invited you to step free of, of, of your bedroom singing. And now the world is watching you, Rachel. I know. I did not realize that I would have, I would be on a TV nationwide and just have everybody look at me. But um, what happened during this journey was that Obviously, I've been singing ever since the age of two, and my dad's side of the family has a very musical background, and so I felt that it kind of was passed on to me, and music was kind of like in my genes, so I did have that already, and I honestly, I had the help of my grandma and my dad kind of help me pursue this dream and build it up to where it leads now, and I've also had a lot of um, music teachers and um experiences along the way during school just to help me with that and I felt that over time I was singing and I was doing this and that but I wanted to take a leap a bigger leap into this experience and opportunity and I didn't feel like I was doing enough so I wanted to take that leap and kind of do the voice and see where my passion goes and it kind of did help me want to do it rather than having other people telling me hey you have to do this do that and it just made me want to work harder so for this journey it did help me want to keep pursuing singing and hopefully see where this goes and i'm glad that everybody so far has seen this journey of mine and seen how much i've progressed you know what's really interesting about the story you just shared is the fact that i do a thing called defragging and defragging is asking yourself the questions and then questioning yourself the the answer and the reason and see, for you to take that leap of faith was you asking yourself, OK, I don't have an I, I want more than this. Well, what are you going to do about it? And then yourself yeah. gave you that answer. You didn't have to run to anybody because you just said that that says yeah. you are a leader in your process of growing. Thank you. Oh, my gosh. That means so much. Honestly, when I was auditioning for this I was like I didn't have anybody with me I was on the bed and I was like what am I doing with my life like I was laying on the bed and I was bed bound for the whole like five hours and I was like you know what I'm just gonna sign up and see what happens and here we are so it did something really good for me and I'm just really happy that I did it making that move to sign up because I mean I mean all of a sudden you know you have to hit that button and then and then there it goes now you can't bring it back in what what was that like for you and and was it was it a cold moment of silence or was it I don't know just do it I think I was just like when I signed up I was like I don't know what I just did but I did it so (laughs) let's see what happens I was that's what my reaction was like I didn't tell anybody I was gonna do it like nobody knew in my family my family was just like waited out like five more years until you're 20 waited out till you're like settled with college and stuff because I'm a senior so I felt that my parents thought that the transition from senior to college this season would be a little hard so taking on that um task of like being on the voice but as well as also being a student senior and having a lot of things to focus on and work up for the upcoming year i felt that they were kind of scared for that but i felt that singing it is it doesn't feel like a job to me so right. obviously i felt that 
doing this was an opportunity and another step into my like journey and dreams. So I didn't feel that it was going to be like something I would have a burden with, you know? Yeah. You being a senior in high school, I mean, yeah, you've got big things on your mind, like prom. I mean, that's right around the corner. <laughs> no. Like, after, like doing this, it made me feel like I didn't have to be, be like in those certain areas anymore. Like being at school, kind of like um, doing the senior activities and stuff. I didn't feel that that was going to be my first priority anymore. Like having this experience, I was just like, there's better things in life than going to senior prom or like doing senior bowling night. Cause yeah. I looked forward <laughs> to that stuff and I was like, okay, I could have just stayed home the whole time. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I gotta, I gotta give you a, a compliment on something cause because I'm a third degree black belt and, and watching people's body language is, is part of the training. The way that you keep your hands open and your fingers spread is positive. That means that you're constantly receiving positive energy. So you're, you're going to be known for your hands as well. Wait, you're a black belt? <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't get over that fact. That was... <laughs> wow. Thank you. I just love talking with my hands. Sometimes my parents are like, put your hands down. Yep. Like, you do, not, <laughs> you do not want to converse with somebody like this. But I'm like, this is like how I express my word. So I was like... Oh, man, if you, if you could see this studio, everything is away from me because my hands keep knocking everything away. And like the microphone has to be in a position so I don't hit the microphone. Oh, my God, no, that's... That's literally me. Like when I record stuff, I'm like, I have to tie my hands no. or I have to put it in my pockets or else I'll hit the mic. Like, cause when I sing, I love to like get in people's yep. faces like this. It's so bad. <laughs> so now when, when you have this opportunity to stretch out into the world, the way that you are, I would love to mm -hmm. see how your social media is exploding. Oh, it's drastically been like going up and up and I was so shocked. So like, I was like, whoa, like honestly, the social media thing, it was kind of the last thing that I would have thought of. But when my auditions and battles aired, I saw my following go up just the whole week. Like it was crazy. And like, it was just, I was just like before posting on social media, I was super insecure about like posting covers and stuff. Mm -hmm. But now that people have been commenting and reaching out to me about like pr producing music, releasing music out and just like kind of reaching out to the world and sharing my dreams and sharing my um, gift that I have. I just want to start doing that because before I just had a lot of um, just a lot of people and like in today's society, we get judged a lot on how we base um, our social medias and what we post. Right, right. So I kind of fell into like just posting about like what I'm doing and like where I'm at and not a lot of singing covers, but now that I've stepped out into this world and I've like stepped out of my shell, I do want to start posting that. And hopefully I just don't let anybody's words get in my head because at school, nobody knew I sang. <laughs> I was just like, and when they heard, they were like, how come you didn't tell me? And I was like, um, yep. I was not trying to like, get a little bullied and like insecure about it. I just wanted to kept, keep it to myself. And when it would air, they would know and I would see how people kind of changed and stuff. So I was like, let's keep this to myself and keep it kind of intimate with my family and see how it works. And obviously it went really well and I'm super blessed on the results. So 
now I'm going to start posting music and I feel that I don't have to fear of like other people's comments or opinions. See, that's every reason why I, I created this podcast for on iHeartRadio, Unplugged and Totally Uncut, because the real story behind that is, is that we all are addicted to creativity, but what we do is we hide our creativity. And, yeah. and, and hearing stories yeah. like yours where you're going, look, I, I was afraid to put it out there, but now I'm not afraid. There's somebody that's going to hear this that's locked up in their school or their bedroom and they're going to say, well, if she did it, so am I. Because look at, look at what Justin Bieber did. If he wouldn't put those videos out there, he wouldn't be Justin Bieber. Right. Yeah. That's why I was like, shoot, I need to get on this. Like, I need to stop being afraid. So I'm ready to put music out and I'm just ready. Like, I'm ready. Like, there's nothing stopping me now. Because before I was like, shoot, I don't want to post any of this stuff because my friends are going to see it. They're going to yep. think I'm weird. Yep. I'm like, OK, think I'm weird now. I could care less. Yeah, because when I was in high school and we had a band, what happened was, oh, you guys are the people that are in the band. And then people wouldn't, they wouldn't be our friends because we were the people in the band. And and so we had our own section in the cafeteria. And it was like, man, I, I, wow. I'd like to be a jock where I can hang out with the football players. But no, we were part of the band. Story of my life. That's, you <laughs> wrapped it up. You wrapped it up. <laughs> <laughs> When you're writing music, are you recording it at home? Do you have your own home studio then? So before I didn't really have the necessary equipment, I would always go to my teacher's studio just to record little things, but it wasn't much. But after what I've done so far, um, I've me and my dad also invested in a lot of equipment, recording stuff like a keyboard. It's right next to me, mm -hmm. a keyboard, a mixer, um, a mic and some headsets and also cords. But Obviously, I couldn't handle that by myself. I didn't know how it worked. So I do because I have family members that are very musical. My uncle comes around some days, Thursdays and Fridays, and he usually helps me with that. Nice. He's like he's like a like somebody that doesn't have like he's just musically talented. Like for me, I was like I had to like learn seven years of piano until this day. I still can't play a full song. But with him, he can he can listen like three seconds of a song and he'll play it. So wow. luckily, I seem to be working aside with me, and we're hoping to produce music and release it soon. So, what are you using for an editor? Are you doing Pro Tools? Or you got Adobe Audition, Adobe Premiere? What you got going on? So right now, I was looking for a really good um, recording thing, like on a Mac. I also invested yeah. in a Mac, but I didn't know how to um, like the works and the little tweaks of it yet. So my uncle is currently using Logic, where my oh, cousin yeah, taught. Of course. And we're gonna start off with that. I wanna start off with something small. I just don't wanna invest in like a big thing. I'm just like, I do not know how to use this. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm investing in Logic right now and he's helping me with that, so yeah. But you know what's gonna happen though, Rachel, is the fact that when you get in there as an engineer, first of all, I could see your life in 25, 30 years, you conducting other new musicians and, and being that, that leader inside that studio, but because you took the time to learn it now, but it also puts you in an area of being the perfectionist. Now, how are you, how are you gonna handle that when, when all of a sudden you're going in there with your earphones on and oh, I'm gonna tweak it here, I'm gonna tweak it here, I'm gonna tweak it here. Oh my gosh. I feel that going in it, I just have to be in a space where I'm like very calm. Yep. I can't like be overwhelmed because when looking at those buttons, you're just like, <laughs> you're either gonna do it or you're just like, I'm gonna take the day off and just leave it aside. So on the days that I come, I'm just like trying to calm myself down, relax and just not be stressed about recording because if you're stressed about it, it's just not gonna be as fun and you're just not gonna get the results that you want at the end. So. I feel like that's how the way I'm going to come in. That's what I'm going to do when looking at all this stuff. But for me, I feel that 
before looking at it, I was very intimidated, but yep. now that I'm stepping my foot into the music industry and just trying to get my foot in, it's just not good. It's not as hard for me. And it's not as, um, kind of me wanting, having to do it. Yeah. I always compare it to uh, the computer files that we have when we when we put it on a hard drive. In other words, uh, the guy that, that prepares for these interviews is different from the guy who's asking the questions, who's different from the guy who's who's going to edit all of this, who's different from the guy who's going to post it. And so when, when you're able to separate yourself like that, all of a sudden you find that calm. Yes, exactly. I do. Wow. And like, it's just like, I'm taking a little bit of something that, a lot of people are doing and they they're doing more so for me i just felt that maybe starting off small yep. and kind of getting the gist of things and growing from there instead of just grabbing everything like producers they have this whole mixer and it's just like i would not want to put myself in that position where i'm just like looking at that and i'm just like yep. tweaking out <laughs> so i like got myself little things just to start off and that way I can grow from there. I just want to, I feel like for me, I'm, I'm the type of person I just want to grow. I just don't want to take, I just didn't want to take this opportunity and be like, okay, now I got to do big things, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. I just want to grow and kind of go in my own pace. Wow. See, that that's thinking smart. That's, you know, what, what do they say? Don't work, work smart, don't work hard or something like that. And it's, it's, it's mm-hmm. like, you know, it's learning how to do it in the baby steps because it's those baby steps that are going to create the gigantic foundation that's going to hold you up. Yeah. Exactly. So how often do you get back to Vietnam? Do you get, do you go to Vietnam at all? So actually this December, I'm coming back to Vietnam for vacation. Yeah. Um, this is going to, we went back in 2015 and we were supposed to go every five years, but along the way, COVID 2020, we couldn't go. Yeah. So 2023 is the year that we're going to go. But I think I've had a lot of people reach out and back in Vietnam just because they've never seen Viet representation a lot mm-hmm. in one of these shows and see that people have gone that far. So for me to go this far, um, go this far and still continue, it was just a blessing and and just to receive a lot of um, like um, support back in Vietnam and seeing that they can see this from in the United States, it means so much to me. And I'm like, super, like, I'm super excited just not to go back to Vietnam for vacation, but also like to do a lot of um, experiences there and have the opportunity to just to like also be in the Viet industry, so. My neighbors go to Vietnam uh, twice a year and they'll, they'll go a month at a time. And because they love it so much, they say, this is a place of peace. When you, when the moment you step on the soil in Vietnam, you feel peace. <laughs> Whatever they're saying is true. Everything about it is true, except the heat. When you step out in Vietnam, you just start sweating. Like, you just sweat <laughs> like a sweat. It's like crazy. Like, the food is amazing. Mm-hmm. Every The culture is amazing. All the people are amazing. But that sweat and that heat, like, to get the food, you have to, you're, like, walking, like, three feet right next. They're, like, selling food right next door. But you'll be sweating walking outside. So... Everything is about it, but the sweat, I feel like it's part of the experience. So do you find yourself maybe in your in your long term vision to go back and record people in Vietnam? Because, you know, that when they're even if they're out there in the fields, you know, they're singing a song because that's the way it is, has been here in the South. So many people came from the fields and and all of a sudden we had soul music and R&B. It all grew from the soil. Mm -hmm. So for me, I felt that I was grown like in a musical family where I was taught R&B and I love singing Mm R&B, but also my grandma, she taught me, she taught me from the roots. She taught me how to, first she taught me how to 
um, speak and write Vietnamese. I felt that she did that with all of my siblings. And I felt that she wanted us just to have a foundation with our culture, just because a lot of days we tend to um, kind of fit more into the um, American society, just like, like eating out like American food, going to school and having to speak English. And she just wanted us to have some sort of background knowledge and like a Vietnamese foundation. And with that, I feel that it's kind of, I do want to take part in just also being here and doing the American industry and hopefully getting it. But whenever Vietnam calls me or like any Vietnamese artist calls me back, I obviously, I want to take that opportunity and just like kind of serve that back to them just because my grandma has taught me just yep. to always she reminds me of my culture and who i am so i always want to kind of stick to my foundation and my um culture i so. love your grandmother for doing that because even you know to become a third degree black belt in martial arts part a part of that lesson was we had to go in and study the history of north and south korea and if we if we didn't pass that written test about the history of that of two countries then then you you didn't deserve to be a black belt so i'm glad your grandmother is doing that the history is where we grow into the future she gave me a reason why i started singing and i felt that the Vietnamese culture itself was part of it. And Vietnamese culture music wise is there's a lot of like branches of music. And I felt that she was the one that opened me up just so that I can grow into this journey for R and B pop music and mm -hmm. stuff. So Wow. Yeah. Rachel, you got to come back to this show anytime in the future. I want to see you grow so I'm big. I'm so in down. <laughs> yes, I am so down. I am. I will do this any day. 6 a.m. I'll do this 6 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> will you be brilliant today, okay? Thank you so much. Yes, I will. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day, Mr. Collins.